Sport on on SAFM. So as we've mentioned today, marks 29 years since that Orkney disaster where 42 supporters lost their lives in a stampede during a match between Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Paris back in 91. Uh, I remember last year when we spoke to one of the journalists from the Sovetan at the time, Mr. Fika was it, and he told us that uh, the stampede happened after Fanny Madira put Chiefs in the lead. And we are joined on the line now by the football manager at Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Mr. Bobby Mutawung, or Sir Bobby Mutawung, as they call him these days. Um, Mr. Mutawung, or Sir Mutawung, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. Uh, evening to you and your listeners, Tabiso. Bobby, um, you as Kaiser Chiefs have never neglected or ignored this Orkney disaster, and well done to you for that. I remember even a few years back you played a match there. Why is it important for Amakosi's present faithful to remember this? No, I think that's a basic principle of of understanding what what we are serving, what we are doing at Kaiser Chiefs, and uh, obviously the respect we give for people. I mean, football, people come there with love to support the team, and uh, this disaster has happened, and when when it happens, you know, it's not something planned, it's not something that people, it's just emotion, something that creates these type of problems. But then we have to respect our industry and respect you know, the support that we get from people. And and, and this, this this becomes more of, a, of, of uh, a partnership, a legacy that is there between us and the supporters. You know, we, we live within that space. And uh, we can't ignore the fact that people died coming to support the game. We, we have to honor them. And remember, it stays in ourselves, it stays in our, in our system. There. The chairman said in a statement that it's even more important in this 50th year to remember all the important days in our history. We should not only celebrate the good, but commemorate and remember those who played a role in getting to us, in getting us to where we are today. I guess that's what you're saying. That's why it's important for the club to always commemorate this day. Yes, 50 years down the down the road, you know, we we have to go back and look at where we come from. This is half a century. We have to look at where we come from. Who contributed? In a journey, there's clubs that we played against, there's people that came to support the game. The supporters are very important, are very key for us, you know, in, in this business. They are the key stakeholders, the supporters. So we have to honor them, you know. So this part of the, the, the celebration that we're having now brings back all these things of commemorating now, even the Edis Park disaster people, uh, all the disasters that we've had, the Orkney people that today we did today. So I think it's going to be a year of, of, of recognizing and, 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 and looking back and reflecting on our, on our journey 50 years back. Mm. And and who from Kaiser Chiefs was there today? I believe it was the past and the and the present players. Yeah, we fact, all the celebrations from the seventh. We had the, the generations from the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. So we this time today we had the legends that were there participating on that particular day. The ace cruisers of this world, William Shongwells, other Shongwells, Gardner Ziali, you know, all the guys that were particip- most of the guys that were not all of them, but most of the guys that were participating. That game. Then we had the current generation that was there as well, supporting uh, the event as well. Just to, 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 to also teach them, you know, this journey where where Kilosis comes from, what the brand serves, you know, where what is their responsibility as players as well. Mm. And and on that note, I mean, we actually re- did a, a show about this last day, and we were told by one of the journalists that was there that you were there on that day. Uh, is it correct that firstly that you were there on that day, and and how much do you remember about that day, Bobby? Well, obviously, I've been part of this game for this, the club. Uh, I'm turning 50 also this year. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> when the club started in, in January, I was born in, in, in July. So, I grew up in the, in the business. I grew up you know, on the bench. I grew up being part of the team. I grew up uh, in, in the business myself. So, on that day, I think the most important thing that I still remember was 
when the goal happened, because it was full. It was a packed house. You know, Chiefs and Pirates, Derby, it's always packed. It's always a full house. And something triggered on the stand when the goal happened. And they were pushing and shoving. And all I remember was taking all the players into the change room and getting to, to understand what was, what, was, what was happening. I was, you know, it was a shock. It was, it was something that, that was not expected because it was a lot of excitement. But it's, you know, part of the Chiefs, all these emotions. Mm. So that's what, that's what, some, something just to get on the stand. And people started pushing and shouting. And those that were outside were affected by the mere fact that those that were trying to go outside, push the fence and all those things. It was just, it was very devastating. It was very emotional, you know. Mm. And you must, you, you were very young at the time. Have you, had you seen anything like that before? I think I was 21, 20, uh. 21 at the time. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm 50 also this year. So, <laughs> yeah, I was 1920 at the time. I was 1920. It was devastating. Obviously, it was a shock when you're young. Even the Ellis Park disaster thing that happened, just, it's just, when you see people lying down, dying, obviously, in 1976, I was still young. I was, I was a young man, but I you know, at school at the time. I was six years old. Mm. You could see these things happening where, where the police were brutally killing people and shooting at people. But this one was, was more traumatizing because it was an event. It was not like a war, war place or, or strike or anything like that. Mm. So it was more traumatizing because it was about the emotions, the excitement and the vibe that was there. Mm. The other club on the day was Orlando Pirates, as we've mentioned. Have they also been part of these events or is this just a Kaiser Chiefs initiative? As you mean today? Yes. Yeah, today I think they had some commitments which when we confirmed, we were communicating with them last week. They made an apology, they requested an apology that they could not make it because of certain logistics. They had an event today and they had, obviously, we had this occasion as well. And they've got a big game again on Wednesday. So I think they, 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 they had their own challenges, yeah. which they made an apology for. We made an apology on their behalf at the, at the, at the same. But we, we had to go in because we, are, like I said, we are commemorating all the all the contributions of you know, all the things that have been happening all the, for the past 50 years. So we, we're going to have different occasions. Some, maybe they might be there, some they might not be there, but I think it has, it has an effect on both clubs. Yeah. It has an effect on Pirates, it has an effect on Chiefs, because both clubs came there to entertain the fans. Mm. And uh, Bobby, everybody's celebrating Kaiser Chiefs 50th. It's been trending since last week and well done to the marketing team. As someone who's been there, like you said, from the beginning, when you were born in that year, how do you describe this journey? It's been a, a unique journey. This journey, I think, was a blessing because, you know, you can't find such support throughout the country and beyond the borders of this country. At the time where there were no TVs, there was only radio, and newspapers were also a bit, you know, there were just sports, sports write-ups here and there. But because of the blessings and the energy of people and the people that worked with the chairman and the chairman's gift of vision and everything, he has a, he has a very broad vision, the chairman. It is not a gift. He's gifted. But I think it was not him alone. He had people around him, which were the other directors, the former directors. You know, you've got people who formed the club with him, like, you know, the, the, the former directors like Monokoti, the, the, the late Mr. Monokoti, the late China Changema, the late Iwat Nene, you know, there was the Watamu Kwateng, who was still alive. There was Muskrima Chavala, who was part of the bank security. All the guys were formed together with the chairman to support us branches, to support us that were there out there. There were, lot, there were a lot of people that we could put down on the plaque and say, we, we, we celebrate them, we salute them for the journey. It's, it's, it's something that was that I had a vision, 
And uh, it, it took football to another level. I mean, if you remember the chairman of Spain in America, yes, and he came back when he retired, he formed Kaiser Chiefs. So it was not like it was it was a rebellion, a rebellious move from Paris to Chiefs. No, no, no. He just he was retiring from 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 America. He was not retiring yeah. from Paris. So it it brought a different landscape to football. That competition and and then that rivalry again because he was from Paris, he was from yeah. Paris as well. So for some of the players who left Paris, also were there. So yeah. I think. This journey has been a unique one where it was the spirit in it, the you know, love in it, the peace in it, and the, the energy and the support and the vision and what, what the administrators were doing then to build this brand to where it is today. Now you've got sponsors. Okay. You've got we're just going to get a quick sponsors. break. We'll, we'll wrap it up now. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, still talking to Mr. Bobby Mutawong, football manager at Kaiser Chiefs, also turning 50 this year, just like the club. And he was just narrating to us the history of the club and how they started. And I actually saw in the weekend papers that the chairman gives a lot of credit to a certain Tate, Leslie Suwume. And I actually paid Mr. Suwume a visit a couple of weeks ago in his house in Soweto. I think the man is in his 90s and he was telling me how Kaiser... We were talking boxing, but eventually he told me how Kaiser Chiefs was founded and how he was part of it. And uh, the chairman also acknowledged him in his speeches uh, uh, last week. Those are some of the unsung heroes, I guess, Mr. Mutawung? Definitely, definitely. There are grannies. There are... We've honored some, some grannies. The other grannies, last, last year we came to the village for about 100 years. The other one was 110 these are people who have built and, and brought the love to, to, to you know, because in the past, what were you celebrating? Because it was apartheid times, it was tough times. Soccer was the only thing that could unite black people and bring them together in one place and celebrate. And it was so unique that social cohesion, sports plays a big role, soccer especially, and Kazakhstan was a pillar in, in one of those in, in those activities. And whilst we know that on the the old club has been there, but you know, Chiefs, when you came, it brought in some drama, it brought in some, some flair, it brought in mm-hmm. some color. You know, there was this vibe, there was this mm-hmm. energy. Even now, as we speak, if you follow the team, the games that we've been playing, even Sunday, even the energy, the love that people are giving, you know, this is what we serve, and this is what we always have to produce every time, but bring quality players in, players who can understand the passion that what people want, want to see. So it, it's been a long journey for the chairman. Although generations and generations have been coming and going of, of people coming to contribute, we, we are in this generation now. It's us for us again now to contribute also more and to get to another level, you know. And in this great story, there is the enigma that is Bobby Mutawong. For you, when did you get involved with the club? Because we've spoken to some former players on this show who always remember you as a youngster in school uniform, attending training, matches, and just being there around your father. Well, at first, you know, as a young star, you'd, you'd come and just fall and support, be there, the games, and be there on the touchline at Orlando Stadium, at all these places, being the young one. But working officially for the club, I think it's more than 30 years now. Wow. More than 30 years officially working in the club. I was not a football manager before. I started working at the gates, uh, serving at the gates from school, you know, on the weekends, you go and work in the morning at the gates, work with the guys selling tickets. Then I used to go to the office after school to do membership cards, Albums, you know the history of the club, the albums there, which is what in the office, which mm. is in the future museum that's going to be built. You know, I used to do those things, just learning from a political point of view, just getting involved with, with just passion. I, the passion is part of it. When I started with the team, I was obviously in the past, I was the young one sitting at the back, the ACC levels of this was the teenage others, will build the whole course. You know, I was always there, I was always watching and loving it, you know. So, 
that grew obviously experience certain experiences certain qualities in me to understand the game and to be more involved in administration and get more involved in the scouting and you know everything of that that goes because I used to play also for the reserve team as well. Ah. I stopped when Dr. Kumaro was promoted, the Cardinals I used to play with them in the reserve team. But you know, I was not a star like them. Mm. So I could actually be more an administrator than being a footballer. Uh-huh. So that's what I believed in, and I was passionate about it. That's when I stopped playing football. I just went into admin, worked with the players, and worked with the team. So long, a bit of a long story, but that's a short, you know, short part of it. Well, before we go to the lines, you know, your people are already calling. Uh, I want to find out: was it a goal for you to be involved with the club, Bobby, or was it destiny? Well, like I say, I grew up in the, in the business. I grew up in the industry. I grew up in the game of football. We, you know, I, I've. I ended up at some point living and opening my own business, but there's passion. You know, right. I'm here because of the passion and the experience that I, I covered as, as I was growing up in the industry, in the business. So, um, I wouldn't say it was planned. It's not something I grew up in. I mean, it's a way to when I grew up in Midlands. I grew up in Midlands and Pefeni. It was soccer every day. We would play soccer in the morning. It is school holidays. We play so after school, we play soccer. So I grew up in, the, in, this, in this industry of football. And the passion that I just arrived was to get involved in the logistics, the nitty-gritties of the industry, which is the gates, you know, looking at that, understanding the administration part, what's going on behind the scenes, how do people get treated, security, working to understand how does security work in the buildings, you know, how mm. ticketing, what does ticketing do? But the, even then, I was not forced to do that. It was just an initiative, something that I had passion of doing, and then I just joined in and I, you know, continued, and, and that's, that's been the journey. And what a wonderful journey it, it's been. We've got a few people that just want to say hi to Mr. Bobby Mutawung. Jusia, a big Chiefs fan. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Tabitha, and good evening to my football manager, Upo. Um, evening, evening, Uh Firstly, um, for, 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 for what you are doing, Bobby, uh, for, for, rem- for remembering um, the OP and Elispa disaster, um, this, 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 is, this is something something that is beautiful in football. And, 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 and I would love to, to for, for, for Kaiser Chiefs and also Pirates to open, even if it's a trust account or a foundation. Look, I don't know these things where even us fans can donate something because those, those people lost uh, breadwinners and, and, and family members so that they can be taken care of. I'm not saying it, 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 it's possible, but I'm saying if they can look into it. Also, we, we fans, we, 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 can, we can donate something uh, lastly, uh, okay. I hear that Ukapinga and Urahale will be free soon, soon, soon. So please sign them. And and lastly, it will be a question. What made you keep Coach Mindedor? Because me and many fans, after he lost the final and finished number nine, we were saying he must go. What made you decide okay. to keep him? Thanks because for that. it was a genius decision. You, you see? But we, we did not see that coming. So please, but please don't don't forget to sign these two players. Okay, we'll we'll get the genius to answer. Thanks, Juicy. Yeah, let's also take Cabello GP quickly from Pretoria. Cabello. Yes, sir. How far? How far? How far? Good and you, sir. Ah, uh, Hello, hello, sir. Hello, evening. How are you? It's Cabello GP here. Yes, KB. Yes, KB. How are you, my brother? I'm fine. I'm fine. You see this excitement all over. Excitement. Bob, I want to thank you again. I want to take this moment to thank you for all the signings. I don't know what you've said to the boys comparing to all the seasons, but I want to thank you for speaking up 
so that all the boys, it's the same boys that we had all this time. But now everybody from the defender, from the midfielder, winger, striker, everybody is playing their part. Now we are excited. Even when I go to the stadium, I go with a smile. You know I attend all the games because I love the team. I buy everything, trash shoot everything. I will continue supporting the team. Even today, I'm coming from the hospital. Uh, I had some pain inside my stomach, so the doctor told me that I'm suffering from too many points. So I don't know if I will suffer, continue to suffer with too many points that we are having, or it will, okay. it will, uh, the body will get used to it. But grab up. I love you so much. You know I support the team. I don't talk any negativity about the team, but I will continue to, sub to support it until the end, when we go collect the cup. I'll be the one lifting the cup. Okay, okay. K KV, thanks for that. Uh, Bobs, let's just get you to answer that. I mean, this season, a lot of people, even on this radio station, have been saying that fans must apologize to Bobby because now the team is doing well. He's not getting the credit, but when the team's not doing well, he gets the blame. Do you think you deserve an apology? No, not really. Not really. I don't deserve an apology. I think it's part of the, 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 the position. Once once you uphold a particular position in society or in business, you take certain flag or you, you must understand your role in terms of what you need to do, what, what are you there for. I think the collective work at Casa Chiefs, but obviously as a leader in, in my department, I end up, uh, obviously, if things don't go right, I must take the flag, which is normal in any business. When you are a CEO, it happens. Companies are performing, people will just, it's normal. You must find a solution of how you remedy the situation, how you find, although at Kazakh is a collective, it's not Bobby's responsibility alone. Uh, I don't make decisions alone. I've got a central committee, I've got the, the, the board to report to, I've got committees to report to, which will work as a collective. And when a decision is made, we follow suit. I follow suit. I just implement what is being agreed on. So, uh, whilst the name Bobby is there, I think that it's, it's normal. It's, it's because I'm the face in terms of the department. So mm. it's, it's, it's a particular experience. You need to understand why when the team is also doing well, what's your role and what's your excitement. Uh, for me, the joy is to see what is happening in the stadiums now. Supporters coming in numbers, supporters happy. The boys are happy that performing for the supporters, they're performing with all their hearts. The supporters are celebrating. For me, that's, that gives me joy. That me being alone saying I want to run that. It's not the credit for me. There's a long journey for me to get credit. Mm. I think the chairman deserves the credit. The chairman and the board, the people who are responsible, who have actually built this thing before me, uh, deserve the credit because they've given us a challenge to, 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 to deal with this brand called Kazakh Chiefs to make sure that uh, we sustain the legacy. So it, it's a challenge. It's a bigger challenge ahead. We still have not arrived. There's still another half a century to go so that we make a full century. We're on half a century now. So, mm. you know, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenging job. It's a very stressful job, emotional job. But if you don't know what, what you are there to serve, then you start challenging people and listening to the critics negatively. Critics build us in this, in this business. Once you are, you are losing, you are losing, you need to be checked up. You need to, something needs to change, something needs to move. And the issue of meeting up, mm. obviously, the side of the collective that we discussed, the way of views that obviously we are to listen, the opinions of people. and all. But we, we, we looked at the plan and said, how did we start last season? What went wrong? In terms of the technical side of it, we started late with a new coach, late, and all these all these logistics, uh, the preparation of the team. So we felt like just giving the chance and just continue. Obviously, we had interaction in terms of new players and all that, so we knew the changes that we bring in. But the most of the most important thing was to stabilize the, the camp and stabilize the team, apart from from from, a, from an understanding point, of view. because we had six months to work with the team and we knew the flaws, we saw the flaws, so we could manage him, we could manage the players, we could manage the team. So that was, a, that was that was the only difference that we did this season, and keeping the coach. 
There's nothing out of favor or nothing, just that's a question of, you know, looking at stability and sustainability, sort of making chopping a changing. I mean, I mean, some clubs have changed three coaches by now, you know, and if you check their position on the log or stability in the team, it's, it's not there. So continue, continuation sometimes takes a bit of time when, when, you're not, when you're not patient with the coach, but we have to be patient. We have to, to understand that, but we have to bring in some changes. Certain changes that you have to in the team, and we did, and we didn't bring 50 players or 30 players, only brought five or six players, and we said, uh, let's say, pass into the answers from the development, which were there before, but being motivated better and, and trained, developed differently in the preseason. So I think we had a good start of the preseason. That's something that's to, to, to where we are now. And the issue again of Raka Ale and all that, okay. I think, like I say, it's not just a question of signing players because they are off contract and all that. It's not like that. We look at the plan and we look at the squad and what where they need. Because even if you bring them in, who do you take out? Because somebody must move out if you bring somebody in. And you move somebody out, somebody will say, but no, I didn't want this player to go. I wanted this one. So you've got millions of people supporting the club, giving views. But it's about the tinker stuff, the scouts, and the, the brains that goes with it. Come together and say, what do we need? And how do we take it forward? Finally, the we issue of yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, Sorry, questions of trust and all those things. Yes. I, mean, I don't have a mandate to deal with that. I'm not mandated to do. In fact, this has happened 29 years ago. Uh, there were ideas even the first year, even the first day, something happened. There were issues with all those issues at the time, and uh, we do understand that people see those issues around these things. But at the end of the day, you must remember, people came to soccer to to, to get entertainment, and so that it's somebody's responsibility or somebody you know passes on. But there are rules, there are laws, there are things that deal with those things. It's not for, for me to comment on it and say, yes, this is what we'll do. Yes, it's an idea. I don't want to commit on those things. I'm not here for that. But we are just acknowledging and taking responsibility of understanding where we come from. That's, that's you know, the history, where we come from, and the people that have carried the brand forward and their losses. I mean, we've got so many people to honor this year in terms of their contributions. So in different formats. Some will have dinner with the chairman, some will have lunch with the chairman, some will have, uh, you know, tea with the chairman, some will, will come to the village and, you know, will be honored in different ways. So I think you, you should just be, be calm about this thing and, and respect the laws that, that have been passed and that have been, for the mere fact that we're still honoring these people shows that we care. You know, we care, we are there, we support, we support our people who are, who are, who are, who are, who are, who are first ordered, who are still there even now to support us currently now. Finally, will be will it be disappointing if you don't go all the way and, and, and clinch this title, this league title specifically, because you have 10 games left and nine points ahead? Yeah, it's been a marathon. It's been a marathon, a tough one. Because remember, people are fighting for survival, at, at, you know, to get out of the relegation zone. Some are fighting for top eight, to win the top eight. You know, some want to win the league. So it's going to be a bit of a fight. It's going to be a long journey ahead. That's why it's exciting, because we take every game as it comes. And the energy levels that are there, that's what is exciting. That's what is giving us entertainment, you know. But we're not there yet. We, we can't be saying that we're celebrating the league now. But we are focusing on day by day, game by game. There's still not been cup to come, which can also cause distractions. You know, people want the cup, you know. So every game is going to be important. Every game is very important for us going forward. So we're going to be challenging for everything till the end of the season. Till, end of May, till May, when the third day is things, then we'll say, yes, we've done our part, we've done our job. At the moment, it's more continuation, hard work, and obviously trying to, 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 to sustain this legacy of, of, of 50 years. Mm-hmm. 
Finally, Bobby, people say I must ask you this. We had Saddam Makia on the show last week and he was telling us that he loves the club so much that he even left his first wife and, and, and a few others after that because they didn't understand his love uh, for Kaiser Chiefs. People want to know, what do you make of that? Is that something you condone as a club or is, does it just show you the brand that is Kaiser Chiefs or how much it means to people? Like, like I said, God, God has done something to this brand. God has done something to what the chairman's vision was when he started this club and the people around him. You know, it, it touched people in different ways. But so emotional that uh, people people live for this club. People respect it. People live in the houses. Some people live in the houses. They paint the colors. Yes. They put the plates with color chips. So it's, it's just that fortunate or the marketing at the time or the awareness of the time. Like I say, what was surprising for me as a youngster was that there was no TV then for people to watch on TV. It was radios and all. But it touched people from far. Uh, the spirit that was there, that is still there, is prevailing even now. It's so much, that it's so powerful that, you know, you, you can't question it. It's just something that you can marvel and watch and say, you know what, appreciate it and respect it. People like Saddam, I know Saddam lives for this club. Saddam loves the club. Everything he wears is about the club. But it's the passion he has for the game. The passion he has, not only for the club, the passion he has for the team, for the for the game itself, for football. These are people who come everywhere, they travel everywhere with their own money to come and support this, even the national team. You yes. know, so these are these are things that we are saying we want to celebrate this year because these are people that have lived, you know, took the the, the brand to where it is today. Okay. So we honor them and we cherish them and we respect them. It's just something to marvel to to, to be part of, mm. you know. Great stuff. Bobby, thank you very much for speaking to us. It's a pleasure for us to talk to you and we wish you all the best for the remainder of the season. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks to your listeners as well. Thank you, sir. That is uh, the Kaiser Chiefs football manager, Mr. Bobby Mutawunga, just uh, just talking to us about the 50 years, of course, and uh, also why they, they've never forgotten the Ockney disaster. And um, also, can they hold on to their lead at the top? says it's going to be tough it's a marathon it's not easy uh, but they surely have the advantage that's it then uh, thank you for all your tweets i'm going to try and acknowledge them towards the end of the show if i can i know there was a voice note asking if he's been vindicated but we were we'd already answered that question so that's why we didn't play that i hope you had the answer there he says he doesn't want an apology uh, he takes the criticism on the chin mr bobby mutawong up next we're going to find out more about uh, nicolas lamini's recovery he's the pro cyclist that had his arm broken when he was cycling through one of table mountains and national parks in december there was a video doing the rounds where we saw the rangers actually grabbing him violently putting him in the back of the van brutally actually and you could even hear the arm twist